0: back and we have movie suggestions for you we are the video store junkies and this is q-tips we're just going to get started and i'm going to throw this over to bill because i am very excited about his recommendations
1: okay so you got to understand movies that warped my childhood there was a producer named k gordon murray and he was like the walt disney of mexico um yeah (laughs) and he made these kids movies based on fairy tales that he would release just saturate the market and and then you know all you would see is ads for these movies and then you maybe you go and you watch them and they're to call them bizarre but they're true fairy tales because real fairy tales if you read the originals are horrible and terrible things happen and they're frightening and scary and they were clearly stories for children designed at a time when if you were a child there's a pretty good chance you were going to die of the plague before you got to 12. If you got to 12, you were married off and then your children would die of the plague. It was just <laughs> an awful, yeah, it was an awful time. So, you know, why should the fairy tales be, be happy? Just try to read the original version of anything. And you're like, Jesus, Disney really cleaned it up. Okay. Gordon Murray. He wasn't so much on the cleaning up. So um, what the film I have for you, and I could have picked any of them. It's little red riding hood and the monsters it's part of a series of Little Red Riding Hood movies that star Stinky the Skunk and the Big Bad Wolf, who started out as villains in the original Little Red Riding Hood, but by this point, they're kind of like heroes. They're played by people in really bad costumes. I mean, you've never seen a bad wolf costume until you've seen this one, and the wolf costume is like the howling compared to Stinky the Skunk. Stinky the Skunk is dubbed... Um, in a speeded-up version, kind of like Alvin and the Chipmunks, and is basically completely... You can't tell what he's saying. It would have been better if they just left it in Spanish. Awful. Um, There's also Tom Thumb, but he quickly gets... you know At some point, the good fairy comes along and makes him a normal-sized boy. They still call him Tom Thumb, but you're not fooling me. He's just a kid. (laughs) There's no special effects involved at all here. He's just running around. And uh, he and Little Red Riding Hood... Okay, so... The Big Bad Wolf and the Good Ogre are on trial by all the other monsters because they haven't killed Little Red Riding Hood and Tom Thumb. About two minutes into it, you realize, oh my God, it's a musical. And the music is, I, I, I can't even describe how bad it is. But, you know, you think, oh, you know, they probably had the tune and they had to translate it and now the words don't rhyme anymore. So what are you going to do? Um, they have an evil witch that is so 100% spot on the the witch from Snow White that Disney should have sued. And they're usually pretty good at that, I don't know how they let this one slip by. And then the other monsters are Hunchbacks and Siamese Twins and just homely-looking people, of which there are many in these films. Wow, will this movie rot your brain. And this is one of the milder ones. Still, people die in these flicks. They, they really do, and sometimes in terrible ways. And this is, like I said, probably the most friendly accessible one Renee. you're gonna love this it's got kids up the wazoo at some point the kids actually stage a revolt because the witch has turned all their parents into monkeys uh as as they do um there's a sequel to this that i have not been able to find called the queen swordsman where the big bad wolf and stinky the skunk are uh basically living in a gay sadomasochistic relationship and raising a human child (laughs) I'm not interpreting this or anything. That's exactly what's going on. I mean, they don't even shy (laughs) away from it in this movie. I think this is the one maybe where the skunk falls in love with a parrot and keeps saying, shake your, you know, point your tail feathers at me. What the hell is going on? How did they let this out? Um, yeah. Now finding this movie, good luck. Just go on YouTube and type it in every now and then it shows up. They got a, they got a bad copy from something weird video and somebody posts it until it's taken down. I doubt that a good copy even exists anymore. These movies are colorful and yet terminally grainy and out of focus. But boy, oh boy, they are weird. There's nothing quite like them out there. And I remember watching this on TV as a kid and just being traumatized. Mm -hmm. uh, Nightmares of Stinky the Skunk. So, Little Red Riding Hood, the monsters on YouTube. It's from 1962. And was released probably up until last year. K Gordon Murray squeezed every possible dime out of his movies. And I will send this off to Renee.
0: Oh, well, hello again. So, my, <laughs> my first recommend, it's funny, it's been raining here all weekend. So, I tried to find some movies that, you know, kind of had rainy, you know, just a lot of rain in them. Uh, and so, this... This movie was on a list, and I don't think there was really any rain to speak of. But, you know, I like the movie, so I left it on. And that movie is The Babadook. And it was directed by Jennifer Kent. She also directed Nightingale, which I did not watch. I heard it's fairly brutal. This is starring Essie Davis and Noah Wiseman. They're our main characters here. I thought they did really great, uh, solid performances by both. Um, it had a, quote, small budget, which appa- was $2 million, which I know in, in Hollywood terms, I guess, is about $2 and maybe 50 <laughs> cents. Uh, so considering that, I thought they did a really good job. Um, it's basically about this single mother and her husband died in an accident and she's just kind of going through it. Uh, she's just having a really hard time on her own and her kids having a hard time and she's having a hard time dealing with the kid. And one night she's reading him bedtime stories and he picks out this book on the bookshelf and it has the story of the Babadook. And he's a scary monster man who's going to come and knock on your door. And if you let him in, he will hover over your bed at night. And there's a lot more to the story and I think you should watch it. And it's available on Shudder. <laughs> that is my suggestion. It's called the Babadook. And I will pass this to Zach.
2: Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to actually confirm. I looked up the uh, uh, Tom Thumb and Little Red, Little Red Riding Hood. Excuse me. It's available on YouTube. It's a an actual VHS rip, so enjoy that. And I was actually kind of <laughs> curious, though, Bill. You said you saw this as a kid on TV. Mm-hmm. Channel 5. Yeah. Channel 5. Uh, yep. s- seven years ago, RGD963 commented on this YouTube video, I remember a series of these movies shown on Sunday afternoon on Channel 5 in New York State. Small world. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of funny. I was going to ask you what channel, but there you go. Uh, anyways. So for my pick, uh, so obviously we're coming off of a holiday weekend. So I had a little extra time over the weekend and I uh, actually did a little bit of a marathon. Uh, no, I didn't run a marathon, not the sort of marathon that requires like physical exertion and, <laughs> and breathing hard and all that stuff. No, um, I rewatched Marathon Man. And uh, it's his, if you haven't seen Marathon Man, you're probably familiar with some of the scenes in it or some of the lines. Although if you aren't familiar with Marathon Man at all, I actually don't want to spoil too much. But let's just say it's about a guy who uh, he just likes to run. He's uh, training for uh, marathons, maybe, and uh, he's also a, a historian. And... Um, well, he, uh, he kind of gets drawn into a bit of a plot with uh, some former Nazis. And that's all I'm going to say. The cast in this one is amazing. You got Dustin Hoffman. You got Laurence Olivier. You got Roy Scheider. And you got William Devane and Martha Keller. I mean, it's just really, really great cast. And let's just say if, if you um, – to some people, this is probably just a thriller or suspense film. But uh, to some people, it's probably more of a straight-up horror film. Uh, for oh, yeah. some of the scenes, oh, <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, yeah, if you like '70s thrillers, this one's from '76. Uh, it was directed by John Schlesinger, Schlesinger, and uh, written by William Goldman. So, uh, it's, it's a classic for a good reason. So, check it out. I hadn't seen it in a while, and it still packs quite a punch. Uh, yeah. This one is on Prime Video, Paramount Plus. Uh, where else is it? It's Epics and Direct TV. So if you have any of those things, uh, go check it out. It's a uh, it's a good watch. And I will throw this over. Speaking of uh, speaking of uh, pains, uh,
3: speaking of horrible pains. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, let's just throw it over to Paul. <laughs> Why? Thank you, Zach. Mm-hmm. Why? Thank you. Actually, there's a good tie-in with your film. you were talking about Roy Scheider and the '70s and Holiday Weekend you know what he's associated with what what this fourth of july weekend what 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 movie what movie why could it be jaws well that that's not the one i'm doing though um, but inspired <laughs> by it inspired by jaws i'm recommending 2016's sharkenstein yes oh, wait, wait yes. what Sharkenstein. (laughs) Oh, Sharkenstein. Okay. Sharkenstein, currently playing on Tubi, Plex, and Voodoo. It is by the Polonia Brothers. Well, actually, Mark Polonia. Unfortunately, his twin brother, John, um, passed away in 2007 or 2008 um, from, I think it was like a heart aneurysm. But uh, his brother has continued making films. These guys, back when they were in their twenties, in the in the um, I think well, even probably late teens in the 1980s, back when it was harder, to, a lot harder to make a cheap, low budget film, they they made started making their own movies. And their movies, if you've never seen a Polonia the Brothers movie, I would say I like to use the term like punk rock, rock aesthetic, which is like fuck you, we're making a movie. <laughs> we just we're making a movie. We're gonna have a good time with it. We, we have no aspirations that this is, you know, some big blockbuster anything like this. We're making a movie for hardly any money, and fuck you. And so that's that's what you get with sharkenstein which basically um, uh, Nazi scientists uh, who have survived to this day have put together a basically sort of sharkenstein i mean, how can you explain it? But Sharkenstein, right? Sure. And this And this, this, you know, undead monster shark— Played by the most wonderfully cheesy puppet you have ever seen, the sharkenstein puppet is, is so wonderful. <clears throat> um, can uh, is you know terrorizes the town, and there's really not much else to say. You just gotta dive in. You gotta love these films. Um, the but this is this is like pure prime Polonia Brothers stuff, and I highly recommend it. It's really fun. Uh, go in with an open mind and go in understanding you're gonna be looking at a Scharkenstein puppet and yeah. you'll you'll love it. Um and it's Sharkenstein on Tubi, Plex and Voodoo. And speaking of Sharkenstein puppets, or actually somebody I know who has built puppet monsters
1: himself, Bill Mulligan. Why thank you. Hey, I yeah. just want to say uh Renee, uh, the dude mm. Um, you know, that's one of those movies where it's a relief when the supernatural elements show up because up to that point. That is the most horrible child in movie history. <laughs> I like, know.
0: I, uh, I. It's a little surprising that one coming from me because it's, at some it's point so
1: cringe I'm cringing like, oh, this poor woman with this awful, <laughs> awful child. Right. So for today, I am bringing Spider Baby. Tell Yay! Me oh, good. We haven't done this, have we? I don't think we have. Good. let not do it again anyway because it's great. All right, Spider Baby, 1967. It's on Roku, it's on Vudu, it's on Tubi, it's public domain, so anytime you pick up one of those 500 films for a buck, it's probably on there too. Man, Spider Baby is amazing. It's by Jack Hill, who made some pretty cool stuff. It's got probably the last good performance by Lon Chaney Jr., who at this point was looking pretty rough and really heavy into alcoholism, but they they got him to promise not to start drinking until about four in the afternoon and we're able to get enough stuff out of them. I mean, it's really a touching performance. It is a weird film. He plays a caretaker of three orphan kids who suffer from some weird mare syndrome, which is a condition that as they get older, they start to regress. They start to devolve mentally and everywhere else. One of them is played by Sid Haig, who's amazing. This is one of his first performances, and he plays a Cro-Magnon that just, just completely. mm. And then two of his sisters though are disturbingly sexy, but they have the minds of children and they're all homicidal. Ah. So yeah, it is. uh, There's so much weirdness. It's one of those movies you watch and it's beautifully filmed, gorgeous black and white cinematography, well edited. Everything about it is solid, but everything is just so weird. You don't know where it's going. It takes some twists and turns. Some of them, profoundly disturbing and like i said just nothing like it they had no idea what to do with this movie so um they kept changing the name to the liver eaters attack of the liver eaters no livers are eaten in this movie so um cannibal (laughs) orgy i don't think that's accurate there's no orgy and i don't think they're cannibals they do eat a cat at some point and the maddest story ever told, which I guess was a play on the greatest story ever told, uh, whatever, they, it, it was never going to find an audience, ever, ever, ever. But it has come to be recognized, and it's one of those films that they've actually, like, stored, that they found, you know, it, it's, it's been put into the Academy Film Archives and everything because <laughs> it is like nothing else out there. Uh, definitely worth seeking out. And there's actually a stage version, which I would kill to go see. I wish somebody would bring, apparently a musical, hopefully better than Little Red Riding Hood and the Monsters. But yeah, Spider Baby, if you haven't seen it, is one of those essential films to to watch. There's, There's, like I said, there's nothing like it. And, um... Ford's, you know, For 1967, they don't show very much, which actually makes it a little more disturbing because things happen off camera and your imagination kind of goes wild.
0: Mm. So,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely worth seeking out. And I send this back to Renee.
0: Hello. So this movie had so much rain in it, I don't think there was enough left for The Babadook. Anyway, hmm. oh, man, once I tell you what year this movie was made, I think it's going to make all of us feel kind of bad and bad and old or sad and old <laughs> either in way my world. <laughs> so this movie is from 2003 and that movie is identity with it's got a pretty great cast it has John Cusack Ray Liotta Amanda Pete Pruitt Vince I'm sorry Pruitt Taylor Vince Rebecca De Mornay, that's one of Paul's favorites Clea Duvall and Jake Busey This movie, uh, it was directed by um, James Mangold, who did Girl Interrupted and Walk the Line. He also directed Heavy back in 1995. I believe that was his directorial debut. And that also starred Pruitt Taylor Vince. So I was just curious if... uh, I suspect they developed a bit of a connection there. And the screenplay was by Michael Cooney. And I just want all of you to be aware of this because Michael Cooney is the director... And writer of Jack Frost and Jack Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. So I think that's very important to note. Even though this movie is much better than either of those, I'm sorry, sir. So this movie is it's loosely based on the Agatha Christie uh, kind of uh, mystery, uh, and then there were none. So these strangers all get stranded in this hotel. It's sort of in the middle of nowhere in Nevada. There's this big rainstorm happening. There's a car accident. It's just all sorts of stuff going on. Then there's these criminals that get loose, and people essentially just start getting picked off one by one. So just trying to figure out, you know, what's going on and and who done it. So that is identity, and it is available on Netflix. And I'll fast this is out? Yeah,
2: and I will actually, uh, I will, I will second that pick. It's a that's a really fun thriller. It's one of those movies that even if you know the twist, if you go back and rewatch it, it's still uh, still a fun movie to watch. So, yeah, yeah, 100% uh, agree with that. And uh, for my final pick today, uh, Bill, you actually inspired me because you, you asked if we had done Spider Baby before and uh, we hadn't. And I actually realized that uh, we actually hadn't done another Jack Hill movie that for some reason I thought I had recommended a long time ago. But uh, I don't think I did. So I'm going to actually use your recommendation to inspire my second recommendation. And uh, this one is from 1975. Let me just read you the description of this film. A tough gang of teenage girls are looking for love and fighting for turf on the mean streets of the city. Bad girls to the core. These impossible, outrageous high school hoodlums go where they want and create mayhem wherever they go. Of course, (laughs) talking about the Switchblade sisters which is a truly insane exploitation film about, as that description I just read suggested, it's about gangs of teenage girls who basically uh, just go around like beating people up and killing people. And much like Spider Baby, which I actually haven't seen, but based on your description, it kind of takes a really crazy turn about three quarters of the way through. And just when you thought it couldn't get any more outrageous, it does. So once again, that is the Switchblade Sisters. This one is playing on Shudder and the arrow player and I highly recommend. Maybe maybe you could even do like a double feature and uh, make it a Jack Hill weekend. Oh, and I should probably pass this over. Uh, speaking of uh, yes. speaking of dangerous
3: gangs, uh, Paul, what's your second re- recommendation this week? Well, my second recommendation is is kind of related to my first one. Uh, it's it's another shark film. But this one, this one has a little bit of a twist. So you, you were talking about Switchblade Sisters, and it's kind of maybe akin to this one because this one is Sharkinsaw Women's Prison Massacre. woo uh, Yes, yes, that's Sharkinsaw. S H A R K A N S A S. Sharkinsaw <laughs> Women's Prison Massacre from 2015. It's by uh um. It is by writer director uh, Jim Winorski, who you may recognize as the writer director of. Uh, Chopping Mall, the great great old genre film, but more recently he's done films like um oh what have we got? We've got The Bear Wench Project, we've got, we've got um House on Hooter Hill, Busty Cops Go Hawaiian, you know, uh and uh, Scared Topless and, uh, and A Dog Gone Christmas. So those are some of the more recent films. And uh, so Shark and so Women's Prison Massacre is you have a group of, uh, well, women prisoners who are being transported in a van. And uh, an earthquake unleashes prehistoric uh, sharks that can actually swim through the dirt. And uh, they get trapped and they have to kind of escape and survive. Meanwhile, you have two other cops, one played by Tracy Lords, that... Don't seem to be connected to the story very well at all. I, I, to be honest, I don't remember if they ever actually meet up or not. I think they kind of do. Um, but uh, what's amazing is for for a film called Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre that has does have Tracy Lords in it, though. Of course, it's it's you know older, more respectable Tracy Lords, um, and by a director who directed <laughs> such things as you know uh, uh, The Hills Have Thighs and The Devil Wears Nada. It, it
2: has it has yes. actually.
3: It actually has less nudity in it than the most recent Minions movie. I swear to God, there's, it's such, I mean they're like wearing shorty shorts and sort of like white white tank tops, but there's no nudity in it. It's actually very chaste. Um, you know, there's people getting eaten by sharks and stuff. CGI bad sure. CGI sharks, but not to be confused with the movie bad CGI sharks. But it, it is it is it is it, it is a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it doesn't have the 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 puppet. The the puppet fun of Sharkenstein, but it does have I mean it's got CGI sharks that swim through dirt and just the title alone, how can you pass up a movie called Sharkensaw Women's Prison Massacre, which is currently playing on Tubi, any surprise there? <laughs> Plex, uh, Shout Factory, uh Hoopla and Fandor. And I, I think that's all we've got is uh, did, we get, did we get to go around? Do their two things? Well, I yeah. just wanted to mention yep. an
2: interesting little connection here because, yeah. uh, Paul, as I'm sure you're fully aware of, Jim Warnowski, uh, Jim Warnowski also directed the uh, 2005 classic Alabama Jones and the Busty Crusade. And oh. uh, James, James Mangold of uh, Identity Fame is actually directing the new Indiana Jones movie. So maybe Jim Warnowski will uh, direct a uh, parody of that film shortly. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, Are you
3: and sure Sure, they aren't the other way around? Are you sure? sure like – He's not directing the originals. The other one's a parody of his. (laughs) It could be. It could be. James Mangold maybe saw a work print of the
2: new Alabama Jones movie and was like, no, we got to we got to make a straight version of this. It's like the way
1: Shakespeare ripped off uh, West Side Story. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) Steven Spielberg's West Side
1: Story. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Most people don't realize that that Shakespeare was a time traveler. So Mm. that's true.
0: Yeah. And I totally forgot. I'm glad you brought her up because I completely mixed up Rebecca De Mornay and Tracy Lords.
3: <laughs> Tracy Lords is the one that you really like. Well, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, no. The, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, no. Give <laughs> me a. Rest.
0: No, from the from the ah! from the movie.
3: Oh, oh from, yeah, from, from oh fine. yeah, Excision. No, 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 no. From Excision. Yeah, yes. if you've ever seen Excision. Tracy Lords is absolutely amazing that there is a scene at the end of Excision that is honest to God one of the best pieces of acting I have seen and will will utterly devastate you. Honest to God, and it's from Tracy Lords. Not shitting you there.
1: Hey, at least if you date Tracy, you don't have any danger of meeting her dad and finding out that he's like Rebecca DeMornay's dad. Who's Rebecca De what? <laughs> I I want you to go look up. I, I, well, I hope I'm right about this, but I oh, think shoot. he was like Wally George, that crazy guy who made uh, Morton Downey Jr. look sane.
3: That, well, I thought that was Linda Day George's. No, that, no, Linda J George was married to... Yeah, no, you're, never mind.
1: Uh, I'd look this up right name. now. I would Wally look George? this up, but it would require I that I could right. spell yeah. Rebecca DeMornay, and there's no chance that I'm going to spell Rebecca DeMornay exactly. in any way that go- Google will figure it out. So. Google fix it for you.
0: You're hundred percent right, Wally George.
1: Wally George. Wow. Oh, god. oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> well, that's a good sack of films right there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking so, of sacks the... of something. <laughs> <laughs> please. No. I don't want to know where you're going to that wanna, segue. Yeah. I yeah. Know where this is going to go. Please, please. Oh, I got I got a sack of tunes. We got a tune. <laughs> Pull out of my sack of tunes for this. Ooh. Yeah. What can I say? It's 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 a it's been a rough day. Um, my my George Foreman grill died. Be nice to me. So um,
1: no, really? <laughs> yeah. Does the George Foreman grill actually have moving pieces that can die? Uh,
3: no, but it just doesn't heat up anymore. So
1: anyway, oh oh okay, or
3: barely heats up. But anyway, uh, to uh, you know, uh, so uh, to lament that though, actually ties back to Sharkenstein. Um, I'm I'm going to sing sing a ta- song. I'll see if I, if I can remember the lyrics. I got to I had hard finding finding lyrics for it. I don't know why. But it's, uh, it's by everyone's favorite um, albino, uh, Edgar Winner, and the Edgar Winner group. It's Frankenstein. It goes like this. And for the weekend of
0: July 8th, Bill recommended Little Red Riding Hood and Tom Thumb versus the Monsters, available on YouTube, and Spider Baby, available on Roku, Hoopla, Voodoo, Tubi, Fandor, Screambox, Classics, Shudder, and Cult Picks. I recommended The Babadook, available on Shudder, Canopy, and DirecTV, and Identity, available on Netflix. Zachary recommended Marathon Man available on Prime Video, Paramount+, Plus, Epix, and DirecTV, and Switchblade Sisters, available on Shudder and Aeroplayer, Paul Recommended Sharkenstein, available on Tubi, Voodoo, and Plex, and Sharkensaw Women's Prison Massacre, available on Tubi, Fandor, and Plex. Hello,